The South Congress podcast is a lifestyle show that sometimes crosses over into mature territory. The views expressed are those of the host and guests who come from different backgrounds and experiences. Listener discretion is advised. Yo, it's the South Congress podcast. My name is Cameron. Here at my man, Peanut. Peanut, how are you? I'm doing great. How you doing? Am I right, man? I'm, I'm cool. I'm, um, you know, put a timestamp on it. It's a, it's a Saturday evening in Austin, Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't do a whole lot today. Got to, oh. got to relax. Ate some shrimp, so that's always good. Oh, yeah. How was, how was your day? Pretty good. Just uh, went to go eat lunch at uh, CeCe's Pizza. <laughs> Uh, cleaned up a little bit around the apartment, then uh, logged on, played some ESO. Now I'm here. What's it like being 15? What's it like being 15? It's fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you go to CC's Pizza for lunch? Because it's a buffet and it's fucking good. Who doesn't like CC's? Like CC's Why would you? Much an asshole. But listen though, okay. we used to they used to take us to CC's when we were like sixteen playing ball, like I remember. because that's an easy way to feed a bunch of people. Yes, I know. You like more less than you know how they say in the Bible where uh where two or three are gathered, like my name will be praised. Okay. If you only have two or three people or less, you should never go to CC's pizza. It's specifically designed for mass consumption. Yo, I used to love uh, I used to love Pizza Hut's buffet when I was a kid, man. Yeah. I feel like as far as going like like first of all, I'm not gonna be that that super hipster guy that says all chain pizza is trash. I used to think like Pizza Hut fresh out the oven with that I don't know what that smell you would call it. Like they ain't clean the oven in like three weeks and you got the cardboard boxes back there. Like the pizza with that smell fresh out the oven next to the salad bar was always like my favorite thing in the whole world. So, oh yeah, no, it's always a great smell. But again, with that said, about. don't go to CC's. Like, why? I mean, if unless you got like five kids, you're not telling me about that you just kind of forgot well, to mention. Well, I'm Mexican, so that's possible. <laughs> oh, I got a lot on my mind tonight, man. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of where we should start. Um, we can start off on a serious note. We can okay. talk about, uh, you know, the, the alleged Austin bomber. Um, he's out of here, man. Yeah, fuck that guy. Uh, it's, I don't know, I was talking to Faye about it, man. It's surreal mm-hmm. um, because like, he literally lived like two miles from where we were recording. Yeah, that's, like, that's crazy. In, in our zip code. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, when we went to go do... We went to the film screening with the um, the writer and the director of the web series I was in. So we went to go show them some love. The uh, first weekend to South by Southwest, and it was on uh, Six Square. And Six Square is short for basically the six square miles that were allotted to black people in Austin um, earlier on in the 20th century. And, like, that area is still, um, you know, kind of a cultural center for black people in the city. Like, I remember, and it's weird to make the jump, I remember, you know, when I used to get my hair cut, um, like, 12th and Chacon area, like, it was black, like, for better or for worse at that point. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, you know, it's, uh, Six Square is a place where if you have a project, if you have an idea, if you have a business... Um, you know, 
you're black in Austin, you kind of bring it to them. You know, they can help you promote it, link you up with people who have, um, you know, resources and ideas and kind of help you get to where you're going. And, and being there was cool. Like, it was great getting out there, you know, about 100 people showing. Um, in Mexico, they had a big blow up. Uh, a big blow-up screen, like an actual inflatable screen to where they could show um, their different series and movies that we got to watch. <coughs> so, it was just a cool vibe, like being a part of something, you know, so so steeped in history and, and progressing forward. And, you know, that was kind of the area where the first bombing took place. And so... You know, to find out that this guy was a part of, you know, this, I'm going to call it a cult, you know, you know, kind of a, a, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was kind of like a a Christian offshoot where they also taught them, like, the importance of having guns. Hmm? Yeah, yeah. What the fuck? Exactly. So, basically, wow, I just really did that. Uh, it was wow, wow. that's kind of cool yeah um so basically you know knowing that you kind of had that going on and you got these stories coming out you know he was a troubled young man and uh you know he um clearly was coming from a place where he needed help like it's hard for me to empathize with that because you know when people who look like me mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. in situations that people who look like you are in situations um you know, high stress situations where it doesn't always end well. We don't get that same treatment. Fuck we don't. No. We don't get to be troubled. Like yeah, we're not troubled. We're not lone wolves. We're, um, you know, aggressive and bad, and we're no saints. You know, it's. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm happy that you know people around here can sleep at night. Yeah. Um, it's it's weird being inside the fish tank. Like, people reaching out to you, people calling you, people texting you to make sure you're okay. Um, and it was it was great. Like, I love kind of all the support that we got. But I don't know, man. Um, you know, talking to Faye about it, even though it happened close to us, you never feel like it's happening to you. And so approaching it from, like, a normal news story, I'm like, wow. Like, people are really giving passes in a situation that I don't think deserves them. Like... We're either all terrible people, or none of us are terrible people. Yeah. But no, I agree. we have to. We can't make special cases for people when they look like us. If it's a situation where they do something horrible, like I'm just not with that. Um, so, you know, that's 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 here. That's done. Um, you know, I I, I hope that. The families find peace. Um, and that's really all you can ask for. You know, you hate to see a young man, like, kid was 17 and just got accepted into one of those super top-notch music schools out here that you have to, like, apply for and, like, make music for, like, prepare actual written music for. Oh, the one that played the cello or whatever Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just, just yeah. Found, yeah, they just found out recently that he actually was accepted and he'll never know. Like, I don't like seeing kids dreams get crushed um and then you know a kid loses his dream but then they want to give the same type of treatment to who took his life like it's not 
not with that. It's not cool. Yeah, I, you know, and it's really, I guess the thing that, that kind of like, you know, kind of fucked me up a little bit too was, um, I believe also one kind of went out near the airport, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. That's not too far from the school that I teach at. Yeah, you like, down that way. Really, yeah, it's like literally like, you know, 10 minutes away. So, you know, just thinking like, you know, that's an area where like, you know, a lot of my students are at and even like the ones, uh, the one I think uh, a couple uh, some days ago off Slaughter Lane, mm-hmm. right there in Curry's neighborhood. Yeah, like, Cur- like Curry literally was like minutes away from that. And then um, even like my friend Mary that you know works at Europe, you know, same thing. She lives off Slaughter's too. And the craziest thing, the one that went off in uh, shirts, mm-hmm. as she was saying, that went off literally right behind her place of business. Yeah, yeah, like literally right behind. So she was just kind of like, "What the fuck?" And you know, and like you know, you think about it and. You know, just the way, like, kind of going back to what you're saying, when they, um, you know, they categorize and they're saying, like, oh, we don't know the motive of this and this, but it's like he targeted, you know, certain people. Like, clearly there's some kind of motive, like, and then they're not trying, you know, they're trying to basically downplay that, you know, he was a racist or whatever. Like, no, bullshit. Like, you got to call it how it is. Like, yeah, and that'll like, tell you, like, he's part of that yeah. Christian group, like, yeah. that, that kind of, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, okay. Let's change tone a little bit. Sure. All right. Mm-hmm. So, let's say you take a girl out, right? Okay. You go out to a bar, and the bill is $25. Okay. And you pay with 100 right? Mm-hmm. Y'all have a good time. You end up leaving. As you're driving away, you realize that you never got change. Okay. Are you going back for your seventy five dollars? Where am I at, at that point? Um, you're exactly halfway home. I'm driving right. I'm halfway home. No, I'm just gonna be like, fuck it, like whatever. That's my fault. I gotta take that L. They go fuck that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Right back for my money. I knew you were going to say that. Shit. No. I'm going right back. No, but the thing is, so this actually happened to somebody. Somebody was telling a story on Twitter. Okay. Basically, the guy's driving away, mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, um, I, man, he's like, I forgot my change. And the girl uh, that he took out is like, you really going to go back for $75? And then he was like. What? He was like, nah, you right. It's not even that big of a deal. Shit. I'm going <laughs> right back for my money, dog. Yeah, well, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, like me personally, I wouldn't mm-hmm. go back for it. But, I mean, is that a big deal? I mean, yeah, that's $75. I mean, obviously, like, you know. This, yeah. rich, this rich man over here, man. No, I'm not rich. No, I ain't rich by any means necessary. No. You're just not going to waste your time like that. Yeah, I'm just, you know, if I'm already halfway home, it's just mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, like, fuck it. Like, whatever. I want my money, dog. But if I'm, like, outside the door, oh, yeah, I'm marching right back. My ass right back inside. You're like, hey, my change. If I know, take, whatever. If I take somebody out on a date. Mm-hmm. And they judge me about going back to get three times the bill. We don't need to be on no more dates. Oh, I agree. Like I, agree. I there's this thing. I don't know. I'm I'm always the first to say I don't understand dating. Like it doesn't make sense to me. Like you know how they say like you should live with somebody before you marry him. Mm-hmm. I agree with that, and yeah. here's why. Like I don't want 
surprises. Mm-hmm. I hate surprises. Yep. Surprises are the worst. I don't mean a surprise like, oh, I put a note in your lunch to tell you how much I love you. I mean a surprise like she don't wash her feet. And I never knew. <laughs> you know what I'm saying yeah. like yeah. I don't need to find out new stuff that's, about that's you like late in the game dog mm-hmm. like so I think it's crazy to like you I think you should put your best foot forward mm-hmm. when you, you want to see somebody but you shouldn't alter yourself to impress somebody because you can't keep that up yeah, like, exactly. you can't maintain that and then they mad and you mad like mm-hmm. I'd rather know your faults and flaws early on exactly. and then decide if I can love you past that yeah, but you're not gonna you're not gonna press me into not going to get my money because I want you to think that you know I'm I'm I handle myself and really I'm not trying to get the box off false pretenses so I'm not even gonna lie to you the first night or the first couple of nights because it's gonna get me in the door with you mm-hmm. like I don't like what am I doing out here that's ridiculous yeah are, are you going back for your seventy five dollars you broke nigga yes I'm going back for my seventy five motherfucking dollars. Because I bet if it was her, she would be the first I would one. go back for $3. <laughs> now I don't know about that. $3. I left. Do you know I left $2 and four quarters in our seats? I got to go get my money. <laughs> you got to do laundry that or what? Yeah. I got some arcade <laughs> games to play. We got, a, we got an NFL Blitz 98 tournament. <laughs> that we end <laughs> the next Blitz day. We got nice. a tournament and we got to make nice. it happen. So, yeah. No, I, I guess like you know, like like if I'm right out the door, yeah, I'll definitely go for that. But if I'm like halfway home, I'm just be like, uh. but, but that's I, the I'll thing, though. Up, though. And that's the thing. I should have framed it like yeah. this. You, I mean, people should do what they want about their money. Mm-hmm. But what I'm, my thing is, I'm not gonna let somebody press me either way no, into going to get it or not going to get it. Like it's my money. Like I don't, I don't know. I, yeah. If if you don't like me because I'm broke, then good. Yeah. Good then goodness. I'll never be broke er dealing with you. It's like good fucking. Yeah, goodness. that's not that's not who you want to be with. Go. Uh, Twitter will call you broke. Twitter will Twitter. always. No, this is the thing. Twitter's always going to turn on you. Yeah. It's just how it works. Like you can't. Twitter comes for everybody, mm-hmm. and that's the best way to kind of put it. Like, okay, so let's talk about Twitter coming for me. Okay. Ooh, okay. So right. let's talk about it. So, Mr. Famous over here. Yeah, yeah. I um, I always tell um, like Weez and the guys, like I don't want to be famous, and I can't. I'm. I have the wrong personality. I have the wrong temperament for fame mm-hmm. because I don't. But I feel like you would handle it really well, though. Well, no, I'll tell you to suck my dick. What? No, like really, yeah. like, and I'm not specifically something like dick, yeah. but I will tell you, like, we can meet up and square up because I'm I'm good with criticism yeah. that isn't an attack on me, but sometimes the criticism is an attack, and like, I don't know, I'm I'm very, I'm not defensive, but I'm protective of the people around me. Mm-hmm. And even if I don't necessarily agree with those people, if we agree to fly the same flag, then I'm rocking with you. But yeah. that that's a bit later. So let's talk about what happened. Okay. So your man, Hillbilly Jim, is getting inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. You I, you can't you guys can't see him. He instantly perked up and smiled 
And it wasn't sarcasm. I know he really likes people like Hillbilly Jim. It, it was it was a good gimmick. <laughs> I, thought it was, I thought it was a cool gimmick. I enjoyed the whole Hillbilly Jim and you know Henry Godwin. Mm-hmm. Guy. I love that gimmick. So I loved it. who do they want to induct Hillbilly Jim into the Hall of Fame? When I say they, mm-hmm. it's just um, people. Okay. Who's naturally the person you'd bring in to yeah. induct Hillbilly Jim? Who do you think it is? Naturally? Uh-huh. And it's not uh, Phineas Godwin. <laughs> Just so you know. <laughs> like, okay, so you're asking, like, who would I want? Like, who would I? Who do you think they'd go with? The WWE or what? Mm-hmm. Um, shit. Can't think of anybody offhand? Like, automatic sure. I would say, is Macho Man seen in the Hall of Fame? Macho Man's dead. I understand. But, yes, he is in the, he's in the Hall of Fame. Okay. Um... I mean Hulk Hogan, I'm sure he's in it. There we go. Hulk Hogan. So Ah, I see where you're going with this. So you know Hulk Hogan's not yes. currently in he's good standing with WWE. By WWE. Yeah. There's there are talks about bringing him back. Why? Um because because he is what the kids call clout. That's what? why. The fuck is clout? <laughs> I okay, I just gave away my age, but, what but the no, fuck is clout? clout is basically Popularity and respect and credibility. Who the hell came up with that? Go with a goddamn Tide Pod. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> basically, like, and when that came out, instantly I was like, "Fuck Hulk Hogan." Yeah, no, I um, agree. I would, yeah, I feel the same. And way my too. thing is this, like, I and I got to tell the story how it happens, right? So okay. there's this wrestling uh, account site, uh, really good guy, um, does good work. And I even tell him, like, I I admire your ability to be positive because if okay. people... No, no, no. Um, okay. When people say the things that they say to you, yeah. you're very good about not responding in the way that I would. Like, I, I respect that. Mm-hmm. And basically, we had a, a discussion because it was like, look, I don't, I don't rock with Hulk Hogan. And the guy was like, well, you know, it's been 10 years. I think we should forgive him. And I was like... Shouldn't be 100 fucking years. Well, but, but let's be clear, though. People want to forgive Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. Hulk Hogan didn't do anything to those people. Yeah, like, exactly. It's easy when somebody's not attacking you mm-hmm. to say they should be forgiven. So... It became a whole thing, and I got a bunch of new followers off of it, and I got a bunch of weird conversations off of it. Yeah. But there was a poll that said, um, you know, Hulk Hogan's in talks. Do you want Hulk Hogan back in WWE? So this is what I did. I didn't answer the poll. Mm -hmm. I just quoted the poll with, yeah. yeah, I quoted the poll with Hulk Hogan's recorded quote about black people. So that was without comment i just put what was up there mm-hmm. and what i did on facebook i just asked people not knowing any names oh, no so context yeah. yeah i'm gonna put a quote up and you let me know if you think it was racist or if it was something in the heat of the moment because that's what people said we've all said things we don't mean when we're upset hulk that's hogan wasn't but no it's done it doesn't excuse it but it's exactly. also it's a false equivalency because exactly. he wasn't upset or under duress 
or being pressured when he said what he said. Yeah, just a simple question. He was kicking it with the homies. Yeah. He was fresh out his homeboy's wife's box, chilling. So you know he's relaxed. He chilling. Yeah. He chilling. Can you imagine cussing somebody out after you nut? I wouldn't. What are you mad at? You just nutted. Why are you upset? Exactly. You feel great. Unless he forced himself to nut the box wasn't good, but, you know, whatever. That is a different conversation. <laughs> I mean, that, that could have happened, too, but either way, it doesn't excuse what he but said. But no, so so yeah. let's do this. Okay. Um, for anybody who doesn't know, um, kind of set the stage. Um, if you're familiar with the website Gawker, Hulk Hogan sued Gawker for a tape that was presented to them around the time that he was sleeping with his best friend's wife. With his best friend's permission. Uh, but, you know, it was, I guess it was, you know, between sessions or whatever. And, um, you know, he was being recorded. And this is what he said. And he's um, basically referencing a producer who's helping his daughter uh, with her music. And I'm just going to read it verbatim and we can discuss it from there. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Brooke was fucking the black guy's son. I mean, I have double standards. I mean, I am a racist to a point. Fucking niggers. But then when it comes to nice people and shit and whatever, I mean, I'd rather if she was going to fuck some nigger, I'd rather her marry an eight foot tall nigger worth $100 million. Like a basketball player. I guess we're all little racist. Fucking nigger. So my, my question is this. What are you asking me to forgive him for? Yeah, there's nothing to forgive at that point. I mean, he's in the, he was in the right state of mind. I mean, that's... But uh, what I'm yeah. saying is, like, it's not like he got cut off in traffic. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, a man's just saying how he feels. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's time to forgive him. Nobody can tell me why. No. And I, this is what I said. I said, look, if you want me to forgive Hulk Hogan... Show me a black charity he's donated to. Show me black kids that he's spent time with. Show me where he's spoken out positively for a black cause. Show me something. Yeah, show some proof. Show me something that because to me, like I I date women. Yeah. You don't just get to say sorry and keep doing the same shit. You don't even get to say sorry and do nothing. You got to show and prove. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, there has to be some form of expression outside of, I, 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 that's not what's in my heart, brother, and I love everybody. That's not a thing. That's nothing. That's empty. Mm-hmm. And. Dog and pony show. I understand people want their entertainment. Like, I really do get it. I understand that people want the characters that they grew up with around and they want to feel warm and cozy about everything. I'm not that person. Like, I don't value people I don't know to the point where I would sacrifice my morals so that they can prosper. Like, what is that? I, I don't... Now, and that's not me saying there aren't people who I celebrate who have done bad things. Because I absolutely do. Mm-hmm. But I don't tell you that you need to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't say, because I can see past it, you should. 
Hulk Hogan didn't call you nigger. He called me nigger. Like, he specifically... It, it, he said he's a racist. <laughs> in yeah, the quote. Yeah. In the quote. And like, oh, even on top surprise. of that. Huh? No, I was saying, but at the same time, it really doesn't surprise me that the WWE's pushing for it because, let's be real, you know all this bullshit campaign they're doing, like, you know, the anti-bullying mm-hmm. and all this stuff? WWE's always been racist. And they're going to continue to be racist. But that, that's the thing. And, you know, it, like, like, yeah. the one thing that people seem to forget about, I don't know if you remember, I think it's about... Ten years ago, mm-hmm. when uh, or actually about close to that time frame, when uh, a little bit past when you know when WWE bought out WCW mm-hmm. and they you know miss you know brought over some talent mm-hmm. when they had like super crazy Hooventoot and all of them, what were they called? The fucking Mexicals. And they were what riding, they come out on a riding long one deer, one deer, yeah, one deer riding mowers. Yes. Like look, that's bullshit. And this is and this is what I should say. So like I've, it, it's so difficult because. We, and by we, mm-hmm. I mean me, mm-hmm. I've definitely accepted things that I would never do from an entertainment company I like. Yeah. I've definitely done that. But you can't say, well, you were okay with the Mexicals, so you have to be okay with Hulk Hogan. No, I don't. No, I don't. I, I wasn't okay with the Mexican and it, shit. And I wasn't yeah. when it happened either. Yeah. I, I wasn't I was when it happened either. when that shit happened. And so, like, I don't have to... You don't get to say, because there's one bad thing, there should be two. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, people, you can't do that. Like, again, people who are saying it's time to forgive Hulk Hogan and we want him back, no. the majority of them mm-hmm. are not black. Oh, I, 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 I believe it. Yeah, and you know, and, and so, like... And even the guy I told you about that runs that account that's really cool, he was like, yo, I'll I'll never understand how you feel. And it wasn't like I'll never understand like you're wrong. It was like yeah. I, I concede that I'm not going to understand how you feel. And, and this is the thing I'll say about that guy. He's very forgiving of people who are directly mean to him. So I understand okay. how he feels about Hulk Hogan. Yeah. But just like he said, he understands why I'm not gonna get past that? Was that the one in the you put in the group me shit? Oh, uh, the, the little uh, the screenshots. Maybe because so, yeah, let's talk about like with this kid or whatever. No, 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 no. So let's talk about that. Yeah, let's so, talk I about that. Saying, I got an answer to that one. Why he's so forgiving? Because oh, you t- Hulk Hogan took a picture of my that's, kid. See, that's so, the thing. Like that's I'm so not. Um, one of the benefits of growing up mm-hmm. in the part of Texas that we did. And me going to the school that I did, like, I'm around people who grew up to be rich and famous. Like, we always tell the story about how when you came up to campus to kick it with me, we see Kevin Durant get out that hatchback. Yeah, in the backseat. <laughs> in the backseat of a hatchback. Right you know what I'm saying? Like, huh? and, and Kevin Durant is probably going to go down as at least a top 20, maybe a top 10 all-time NBA player. Yeah, you know what I mean? Sure. So we came up around people who were going to be successful. So... We don't dick ride famous people. Yeah. We're not concerned. We don't need clout. Yeah. We good. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, so I think people, especially in wrestling analysis and wrestling journalism, I think they skirt a line because they want to be in good with ex wrestler or ex promoter. Like, 
I don't need to be in good with nobody. Like, I'm a grown man. Yeah. You know, and if if I don't end up being a rich and famous wrestling analysis or analyst, I'm going to be cool. You know, and if the reason that I'm not is because I decided that racism wasn't cool, okay. Yeah, so Like, I'm going to sleep good at night. So, mm-hmm. I mean, let's talk about that a little bit. Um, and again, I'm not... You're not getting no clout off me, so we're not going to bring up specific names. But yeah, this wrestling account, I, I kind of, you know how you got a problem with somebody, but then somebody talks to you directly and you're like, yo, maybe I misjudged this person. Okay. That's happened like three or four times with that account. Mm-hmm. But basically, they got a hard on for breaking news. They swear they know everything that's going to happen before it happens and they put information out I ran a poll uh, early this year about who people thought were going to win the US title tournament right Yeah. random person jumps in my mentions like yo such and such account broke uh, broke that news weeks ago and then that account uh, tweeted me like oh we have that and they put the link up and this that and the third wow. long story Long story short, the guy they said was gonna win didn't win. A bunch of morons. Well, no, not not even a bunch of. But 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 let's let's be fair though. It was kind of the idea of what was gonna happen, but it yeah. didn't. Now, did they ever address that they were wrong? Nope. No, that happened to not come up. Oh, they course. went on to the next thing, mm-hmm. you know. And I never brought it up because, like, what I look like. If I start a beef with you on Twitter, I feel like I should be ready to throw hands with you. So I'm not like anybody who. I come at, unless they're being real disrespectful, unless they're saying stuff that is directly offensive to me and what I represent, I don't come at nobody's neck. Like, I'm not doing that. But I let it go, right? Yeah. But they always, not to me, but they're always saying, like, little slick stuff to this actual person with history and wrestling and this and that. But I just, you know, sit out of it. What does that even prove? Like, what? It's corny. Like, like. What what is that person getting out of this? Like, because they know breaking news about wrestling. Ooh, followers. Okay. Followers. And I mean, they make. Uh, and to okay. be fair, <laughs> to be fair, they make a little bit of money off of off of their Patreon. So they, you know, if 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 putting on a persona mm-hmm. is getting you paid and you're comfortable with that, then that's cool. Yeah. So let's get up to this Hulk Hogan stuff, right? Okay. We follow each other, mm-hmm. um, but we don't interact a whole lot. Like we don't talk about a lot. Okay. Um, but then I'm, you know, I'm popping my shit about Hulk Hogan being a racist, which he's told me he is. They jumped in my DMs like, uh, you need to cut that out. No, not even like. Matter of fact, I have the DMs right here. Oh, there you <laughs> let's, go. I mean, let's let me give you a direct quote on what they said. Get over it. All right. <laughs> this is what they said: Old folks are racist. When I married my kid's mom, they refused to meet me because I'm Asian. Now we're divorced, and these old racists looked after look after my mixed race son regularly, and I don't think of, and they don't think of him being half Asian at all. I have to take it and tolerate it. Hogan is from a time where it was okay. You just have to look past that. It's not okay, but it's not the grade A racism that you should be pissed about. I ain't looking past shit. Well, 
No, me being okay. So let me tell you exactly what I said. Okay. I said I absolutely don't. <laughs> I understand the desire to and the ability to. Really, I do. But I can say, fuck racist ass Hulk Hogan. Like I've said about a bunch of old races, you're a good guy for doing it. Yeah. But no. Yeah, you're a bigger man than I am. Cause yeah, I- you're cool. Like yeah. I respect. Like that's fine we you know mm-hmm. everybody if, if you listen to this enough or if you know me like I date somebody of a dif- different ethnicity mm-hmm. you know so I'm going to deal with certain situations that I can empathize with with this guy like people not everybody's super progressive like I get it but no I don't have to yeah, exactly oh and of course you know he sent a picture of him his child and Hulk Hogan to yeah, show me because- how Hulk Hogan took time out of his day to take a picture of my yeah. kid. Well, of course Hulk Hogan's going to do that. He's no, doing no, no. He can to... No, and let me tell you what the response was to what I said. Okay. I don't think the comments were malicious. During a, sport, during a sporting event, you'll hear a younger white dude shout, you black fuck, at a player who messes up when they're pissed off. I don't even regard them as racist. It's just an easy thing to do. Like when someone's fat. But people need educating that color and being fat are not the same. Being a color isn't a negative. Being fat is a negative, And the fat person who is fat is to blame. People need to get this shit together all around, not just Hogan. There is a lot more casual racism around, around than the media covers. Hogan is a scapegoat. What? Okay, this, this this guy is. Do you no. see like? No, I would have been like, you fucking moron! Don't ever jump my DMs ever again. So like, look, no, I don't think the comments were malicious. It's just disingenuous. Like, it's... if you've ever read a history book, <laughs> I've been like, here to say fucking Asians. Can and, I? Know. Can I? In all seriousness, yeah. without being hyperbolic, that's one of the most racist things I've ever read mm-hmm. from Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Like, you literally say, I'm nice to black people, but I don't think much of them. And if my daughter has to be with one, can he please be rich? And you repeatedly call them the worst thing that you can call them. Mm-hmm. It doesn't get more racist than that. Oh, I agree. I, 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 don't, I don't understand how... I don't think it's malicious. And then, like I said, he compares it to a sporting event of somebody being angry. You weren't angry. You were fresh out some pussy. What are you mad about? And, he, and like, I guess the thing that trips me up is like, it's almost like he's trying to say like, hey, it's okay. Like, you know, you're not sporting, but it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like saying like, oh, like you black fucker. No, mm-hmm. that's not okay either. And let like, me tell you, no, okay. it's never cool. It, it's, yeah, it's racist. Never cool. Whether if you're, you're mad at if player, when you're upset, cool. Your trigger yeah. is to talk about somebody's race. You're racist. Like, mm-hmm. you and I, we played sports together mm-hmm. as kids. Like, I never missed a tackle on a white guy and thought you fucking cracker. Exactly. I just missed a tackle. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't. But okay. But let me ask you this, though. Uh-huh. Let me ask you this. So, okay, so I guess WWE's pretty much flirting with us with this idea. More mm-hmm. than likely, I think they're going to accept him back and mm-hmm. be this whole bullshit, you know, dog and pony show. Going forward, if they do accept him back and everything's cool, mm-hmm. 
go, moving forward, would you still like attend WWE events and all that stuff? Well, we, like, we moving forward from this point, we talked about it. Yeah. Um, so. Me and the homies, we do have press passes mm-hmm. to access in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. If he comes out at the Hall of Fame, I'm getting up and leaving until he's not there anymore. Like, I can't say my conviction is so strong that I'd boycott WWE, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to give him my time specifically. Okay. Like, no, because, like, you've told me what's in your heart. It's not like the N word slipped out your mouth. You literally said you think less of black people and that you don't want your daughter with one. Now, let's get back to this guy, because this is the thing that I think helps racism perpetuate. I have a mixed kid, even though my in-laws, my former in-laws don't like me. They don't think of my son as being half Asian. Like, your family's trash. Like, what you want me to say? Because they make a special concession for somebody who's related to them, but everybody else is garbage. Mm -hmm. Fuck your family. They're trash. They're racist. Like, in 2018... You you can't tell me I have to accept that some people are just racist. No. Remember that whole whole wave on Facebook for a while? On social media in general, where somebody would say something racist and we'd find out where they worked and get them fired? Yeah, exactly. Remember that? Oh, yeah. I remember one time um, our friend Ashley, who we came up with, um, I'm not going to say her last name on the show, but... She was like, "Why y'all, y'all really out here trying to get people fired from their jobs?" Yeah, cause I don't want to. I don't want to work next to somebody who thinks I'm less of a person than they are. You can't operate a business effectively like that. If if they think less of me, my job and my ability to do my job is in question. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I want them gone from my job. You let them go work with you if you care so much. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Really you sad. pick their resume up off the top of the pile and you get them a job. Yeah. You know, like I don't need people who think less of actual people to nah, it's trash. So yeah, um but luckily when I quoted that Hulk Hogan quote, a lot of people agreed with me and rode with me. And I don't mean with me, with what's right. With what's decent, yeah. with, with what's just, like, thank you. I just want to say, anybody who's listening to this, who follows me on Twitter, saw that. Thank you for letting it be known that, like, you're not with racism. And anybody who thinks that what Hulk Hogan said wasn't malicious, I mean, read that quote back to yourself. If that's not racism, you got to tell me what is. Because I'm pretty sure that's as far as it goes. But, you know, um, we got that out the way. Uh, But let's stick on wrestling for a second, man. Let's talk about this 64-team tag team tournament. All right? Um, So, I... um, It's funny. We all work in education. Everybody who was a part of this tonight... um, 
while my man Peanut's a teacher, I am somebody at a college. You never know who's listening, right? No, I'm um, I'm an advisor. So I help students figure out what classes they want to take, okay? Um, because that's a super official, real deal job. Um, just like teachers at the elementary and middle school and high school level, I get a spring break. So spring break comes around. We're fresh out of that movie screening, right? And I'm like, yo, um, and it was really cool because we get there and they asked one of the, uh, they asked the writer of the web series I was in. They asked her when she first realized that she could write. And she says, well, you know, I put words to paper. I thought I had a good idea. And when my actor Cameron came on set and we looked at the script and we started to adjust it to how it would sound and we made certain concessions for how a conversation would actually go, that's when I knew I could write. And it was the biggest compliment because it made me feel like I contributed to art. You know what yeah. I mean? Like like making the words actually a conversation. So that was really cool. So when that happened, I'm like, yo, because um, you know how I get. I'm like, okay, now I got to do something creative. I got to make something. Like something has to come from this. So I sat down at, uh, well, we were at Halcyon Coffee Shop, uh, me and Faye, like fresh out of movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, I should make a March Madness bracket, but for wrestling. But what can I do? Like, I don't want to do top 64 wrestlers all time because then it just comes down to, you know, Stone Cold, The Rock, and Ric Flair. Like, that's, that's what it's going to be, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I was like, well, okay, so let's do something that is a bit more subjective, I think. Um, let's do tag teams. Mm-hmm. So I put together a 64-team list. I did 16 WWE, WWF teams. I did 16 WCW, NWA teams. I did 16 AWA Mid-South teams and 16 ROH TNA International teams. Like just kind of, you know, teams that their biggest moments weren't with WWE was the best way to say it. You know, and um, so, you know, I crank up Photoshop and like 10 hours later, um, you know, I have this bracket made. Uh, And, oh boy. I don't know where to begin. Um, I have a lot of respect for people who make bad movies. And the reason I say that, I'll clown you for a bad movie, but boy, a bad movie still takes a long time to make. Um, and you but you get paid for it too, so fuck you. You get paid for it, so fuck you. You're good. Um, but yeah, it was... Um, I think it was my first real taste of what people call fame because, you know, with the web series I did, it's it's very specific. Um, my role was really specific. Um, what was happening was very specific. So basically, I couldn't mess it up. You know what I mean? Like, I couldn't do so bad that somebody thought the show itself was bad. Um, but this is different. 
This is me ranking, you know, a company's top 16 teams, 1 through 16, and boy, oh, I don't even know where to start. Who are your top five WWF, WWE tag teams all time? Just pick five. Uh, I would say um, as far as accomplishments with the... Don't even, don't even, okay. just, 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 yeah. I'm going to put... I'm smoking guns up there. Oh, God. Why would you start like that? Why not? No, 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 no. It's you. It's you. Yeah, so you got it. Off of the smoking guns. Um, the Rockers, definitely use them. Okay. Um, I like to put the Brain Busters up there. Okay. They were nice. Um... Body Donnas. I fuck with them. I hey. hate you so good, much. Good, I know, good, I know. I hate you, you so to, much. Good, I know. It's a, it's a Skip Bayless kind of thing. But, <laughs> you know, whatever. Just give me one more so we can be done. Heart <laughs> Foundation. I'll go okay. Yeah. Heart Foundation, okay. Yeah. So, here are my... The Body Donnas didn't make mine, or the Smoking Guns. Here, The Smoking... The Body Donnas didn't make it because they were trash. Um, the Smoking mm-hmm. Guns didn't make it. No, even though um, Chris Candido was very good in yeah, ECW. Yeah. Um, the Smoking Guns didn't make it because I tr- I tried to make sure that a person in multiple tag teams didn't appear more than one time. You know what? Let me take out Body Donnas and put in the Steiner Brothers. Okay. All right. So I'll go with that. The Steiners were number two in my WCW bracket. Okay. And I actually had them really low in my WCW bracket for some unknown reason, but we rectified that. Mm-hmm. Um, the Hart Foundation was number two okay. in my WWE bracket. Um, the Brain Busters were number eight, but I should have had them in the WCW bracket. Yeah. Um, so that was, a mis- yeah. that was that's probably my biggest like regret slash mistake of making the whole thing. That is what it is. Um, so here were my top five. Okay. Number one was Edge and Christian. Number mm-hmm. two was yep. the Heart Foundation. Yep. Number three was the Usos. I'm a I'm I know I always say I'm a giant fan of the mm-hmm. Usos. Okay, but my number four was the Deadly Boys. Number yep. five was the Hardys. People were so mad that the Dudley the Dudley Boys are number four. They were livid. Why? I, I don't. They're, they, this they're is what they said. ECW. No, no, they're very good. Yeah. People said uh, the <clears throat> Dudley Boys won the tag team titles ten times in WWE. And everybody who wrestled in the WWE between like 2000 and 05 had a million title reigns. Yeah. Okay. That's Rick what Carter happened. The- but no. So yeah. this and they were like Edge and Christian were only a team for three years. You know, and, fuck. But they were good. But no, you, but you know what my yeah. thing was? What? To me, of that era, mm-hmm. the three most popular tag teams were Edge and Christian, yeah. Hardy Boys, Dudley Boys. Yes. Right? Yeah, definitely. The Dudley Boys I put above Matt and Jeff Hardy because I can't totally discount what you did outside of WWE. That would be unfair. Like you still wrestled outside of that. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. to me, you'd be a step above the Hardys. Agent Christian had the most promo time mm-hmm. during their run. Those three teams run. They had the most promo time, and they won the matches. They won the WrestleMania 2000 tag team match. They won the WrestleMania 17 tag team match. 
So if I have to find a difference between these three teams, I'm going with the heads-up matchup and who had the most time. It was Edge and Christian. You know what I'm saying? So to me, the thing was, I'm be mad that Edge and Christian are above the Dudleys and Hardys. They're all in the mix. Now, I think that it would have been wrong for me to put three teams that wrestled at the exact same time as the top three. So I took the team that was most popular out of those three at the time and won the matches and put them in number one. Mm -hmm. And then I felt like I had to take the next best team in that company from a different era. That's why Heart Foundation was two. To me, the Usos wrestle tag team matches better than the Dudleys and uh, the Hardys ever did. Now? They do. Really? And No, not the Dudleys. Sorry, the Hardys. No, no, no. no, no, right, no. no I'm saying just WWE. No, they, and it's, it's good right now. That's really? the thing. The reason that I put the Usos up there is because tag team wrestling is good because of them in the bar. Like, okay. they and they have a whole different gear and they talk like hood niggas talk. It's amazing. <laughs> like, Rikishi's kids talk like hood niggas. It's amazing. Have you seen them? The Usos? Yeah. 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 It, it, but now they have character. It's so good. But, okay, so, but that was, you know, like, the, you have the, the Dudleys are a four seed? Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're a hell of a tag team. And, and they're, yeah. they're in Elite Eight. Like, clearly you voiced your opinion. So, you know, whatever. But typically, like, the whole Agent Christian and Hardy things, that was mostly, like, the homies, you know, whatever. Yeah. Hardy um, did have the most interesting path, though. I will say that. Yeah, yeah. They, they started out as the jobbers and. On, yeah, on superstars. I yeah, and and it's dope. And like for them to be five is just yeah. me saying you're not quite as good as the Dudley Boys. That's a compliment, you know. Yeah, and people love them. Yeah, yeah. They started with Razor Ramon throwing them around the ring, yeah. breaking their backs. Yokozuna like, uh, yeah, you know, bonsai dropping both of them. Yeah, man. Stacking but they, them. yeah, when they used yeah. to wear those little corny outfits. Yeah, and they're just all like thin. That's yeah, and then. I used to get, I get the comments while I was making it, like, such and such being number such and such makes this tournament uh, irrelevant. Make I mean, that, that's what, and that's the thing. Make your own. I told people, I was like, disagreeing is not going to make me reopen Photoshop. So you can, you know, you can do what you want to do. But, mm-hmm. you know, so it, it was, you know, dealing with the criticism was interesting. And when it was good criticism, like, I ran with it and I'd take the time to explain myself. And that was cool, but... Um, no, it's it's interesting when you put in like a lot of time mm-hmm. to make something and you know, people who and, and you know, I don't give a fuck what strangers say. Um, you know, how some friends reacted was kind of crazy. Um Yeah, I remember that group chat. Yeah, and I don't wanna, you know, like I I even said it on Twitter, I was like, yo, if I'm not gonna if I'm not gonna argue with you about this in private. I'm not going to argue with you on Twitter. Like, we're not going to have that conversation. Yeah, um, sure. I think the only thing I'll say about it is, like, if I take a substantial amount of time out of my day, and you know, like, what my days consist of, you know what's going on in my life, you know me as a person, if you can take all that into consideration and still kind of come at me with the disrespect, it says a lot about our friendship, you know? And, and you know, we, different people 
you don't always know where the line is with people and sometimes you slip past it and oh, you know I, I, I hope that I hope I can get past it but you know me I'm a petty bitch <laughs> you know I me mean? like I don't like once once I feel the way like you know we cannot we cannot be friends shout out to your man Gary like you know once, once I feel the way that's what it is um <clears throat> You want to talk about Atlanta a little bit? I know sure. you watched it like four times this morning. Uh, I really did. <laughs> I watched it yesterday. I was just kind of. Oh, you watched it last night? Yeah, I watched it last night. Like, you know, I was sober enough to watch it. But I, just, <laughs> I, I don't know. I just didn't really care too much. It was a diff- it was a different episode. Yeah, I was um, like because they, I mean, one they weren't in Atlanta. Yeah. Um, relationships are hard, man. That's all I can say. Like, relationships are difficult, well, man. Mm-hmm. I don't um, know about that, but you know, whatever. Yeah, you and your baby mama, y'all don't y'all don't have any problems. I don't, I don't know, Shonda. <laughs> I got to make that clear for the for all the women listening. I got kids, <laughs> minority, educated. I take care of myself. Oh God, turn into a turn into a date man. No. Um, no, I mean, I mean, I think it was good. I think we needed more Vanessa because um, we hadn't really seen her prominently um yeah their relationship is crazy but Ern can't get out his own way and that's a lot of me growing up like i am way more outgoing and accepting and willing to do things in this relationship mm-hmm. than i was in any previous one even if it's something i'm not super interested in doing i you put on that face like it's something you want to do because yeah, you make it look like seem interested yeah because i mean Wife, happy I'm, life. I am a a grown man who, you know, quasi covers wrestling <laughs> and reads comic books and watches anime. Like a woman in my life is making a lot of concessions, and in all fairness, I'm not super attracted to the women who choose to be into wrestling and comics and anime. For the most part, that's not my crowd. <laughs> you know, like, that's not my demographic. It's because of their looks. I'm actually, not so much. It's because I don't want somebody as pretentious and annoying as me. <laughs> because you find people you have the exact same interests in yeah. have different opinions on those interests, and sometimes it's crazy. Yeah. Which is crazy because, you know, I play ESO a lot. Mm. And, yeah, um, ESO. ESO is amazing. ESO is amazing. <laughs> And so, you know, I, I played with uh, one of my former co-workers I used to work, you know, when I used to teach down in Del Rio. And so we played it like every day mm-hmm. and we'll random, you know, randomly queue up, you know, just pick up two other people to play with. Surprisingly, there are a lot of women that, that play ESO. And, you know, it's crazy because it's like, you know, the, um, you know, you don't first, you don't really think like, you know, there's a lot of like just females playing video games in general. But, you know, like there's really a lot. Like, And I remember I was times like, you know, like we've been playing like, you know, a shit ton of women lately. Like, you know, it's pretty, it's pretty cool, you know, because, you know, because there's that stereotype that, oh, like, you know, women aren't good, but mm. they're really fucking good. And mm. I, I will say like, as crazy as it sounds, but like, you know, the, um, a lot of them, like they're like damaged characters and they just be like wiping the fucking floor, you know, these, like, cleaning you up. Yeah. I'm just like, man, like they pissed off what the hell's going on. But I'm like, you know, makes our job easier, but you know, it's crazy. And, and it was a question I had, you know, with my friends, I was like, would you ever like marry somebody or even be with somebody that also plays video games? Mm-hmm. Cause there's also a lot of, um, people that we played with where the, their couples, uh, the husband and wife, they both play mm-hmm. and they play together. And I, you know, 
it is kind of interesting, like you know, you said that about the that you can be with uh, anybody that's you know into wrestling and stuff like that. I just found it kind of interesting because there's a lot of couples that actually play that game together. But I mean, it's cool though. When we did the uh, the Black Panthers cosplay, mm-hmm. um, you know, one of the cosplayers is a woman, and she's attractive, and she's into comics and sci-fi and pop culture and all that. And you know, Travis follows her on IG or followed oh, her on that IG. One. Travis followed. followed. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay. when I say follow, because I I follow her because she oh, that's, that's the homie. Well, no, I did, and this is okay. why I said it. Okay. Um. He, he he was following her before he knew who she was, mm-hmm. and he was you know he liked her pictures like you know Not her bad. modeling like she's dope. I mean, she's an she's an attractive lady she is. Yeah, no, I agree. And, but the only thing I could think of when he was like talking like I was getting on him that night. I'm like yo she right there like why don't you go talk to her? I feel like she'd be such a headache, and not her personality personally, but I feel like people who have certain interests that are the same, I just feel like that can wear so fast. Like, as much as I love to be in Photoshop and to do podcasts and, you know, make merchandise and stuff like that, if the person next to me, that's all they ever talked about, they were doing it all the time too, I'd hate them. Like, I know that sounds crazy. I would hate them. Like... So do you kind of see it as like, this is kind of like your thing in a way, or? Not even just my thing, um, because, like, this doesn't belong to me. Yeah. But what I mean is, like, if if we were both into something, but had really diverging ideas about it, to me, that's when it gets difficult. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, Like, let's say that this conversation we had about Hulk Hogan and wrestling, let's say that Faye sat there and said, well, I really loved him so much in the 80s that we need to get over it. I'd be fucking pissed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like you, I'd be like, you idiot, what are you talking about? It's not <laughs> worth it. You know what I mean? It's like, not okay. Yeah, and so like... I don't care if Thunderlips says it's okay. It's Thunderlips, yeah. That would be, <laughs> that would be too close. You know what I mean? Like, I, I like that because she has an outside stance, she can be objective about it. Yeah. And that's one thing about not falling too deep into the rabbit hole. You don't have to... Yeah, so... Oh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting episode of Atlanta. He doesn't. Really Earn does. doesn't speak German. No. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He, he does not he speak German. Showed. Anything else you want to get off your chest before we get out of here, man? No, I mean, I, I think we covered everything. I mean, no, just, just really interesting. Yeah, I, I appreciate you being here because these are all things I needed to say. Yeah. I, I know we were going to do this yesterday, but I, I told you straight, I was like, I don't want to talk for an hour. Like, I can't. I'm not in a in a mood yeah, you, to get these words day, out. You know, we were, it was such a fun day last night. <laughs> yeah, right? Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of what's coming up. Um, if you were listening to this and you were going to be in New Orleans, uh, mm-hmm. WrestleMania week and weekend, uh, we are having a Pro Wrestling Torch family meetup um, tentatively right now. It's going to be Friday night at Lucy's Retired Surfer's Bar which is my favorite name for a restaurant. And they also have my favorite turkey burgers ever. Um, so that's definitely on the agenda for Friday. As far as 
other events that we're going to do. We're not sure just yet, but I do want to put together a Sunday brunch um, because I do brunch on Sundays. And, you know, between Thursday and Sunday, um, we'll definitely have a presence at Access. We'll be at the Hall of Fame. Like I said, I'll definitely be walking out. I'll be the guy leaving if Hulk Hogan comes out, so look out for me there. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and if you hate context clues and stuff, um, we'll put some notes um, in the show, but... To see the web series I was in, it's going to be NECA, the Uber driver. You can find that on YouTube, and it's NECA, N-N-E-K-A. So NECA, the Uber driver. Um, The episode about guy on a date, you'll see a familiar face or hear a familiar voice, however that works. Um, And if you're on Twitter, um, search hashtag T-T-T-G-O-A-T. So tag team tournament, greatest of all time. Um, there's still a couple of days to vote in the Elite Eight. Um, we're probably going to start the Final Four on Monday and then start the championship on Tuesday and have an end. Or championship on Thursday and have an end at the end of the week. So fun thing to participate in. You can definitely send me mean comments. I will refer you back to the first tweet that says criticizing placement on the poll won't make me reopen Photoshop. (laughs) From my man Peanut, I'm Cameron. This has been the South Congress podcast and we're out. South Congress and the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast have two online stores to buy shirts, hoodies, stickers, mugs, notebooks, and more. Visit redbubble.com and tpublic.com and search Seahawk to see all of the merchandise. We run specials every few weeks, so join the South Congress and East Coast cast Facebook fan pages for all the details on our online specials and promotions.